God's word says the enemy is a thief. Comes to steal, kill, destroy. Comes to steal, kill, destroy. Steal your joy. What else, what else does he steal? This is completely not my sermon, by the way. Sanity. Love. Innocent. Yes. Positivity. Positivity. Sorry. Steals your hope. One of my favorite words. Hope. There you go. Love, joy, peace. Steals your peace. What's the devil still, Joshi? Your heart. Your heart. And your memories, yeah. Michael? Time you could be spending with God. Distraction. Direction. Faith. Soul. Life. Yes, Joshua, again. You're very chirpy tonight. Um, you? Steals us. Ethan? It steals your champion. Steals your champion. What do you mean by that? It steals yourself when you're good. and. Wow. Wow. Good call. Isaac said I got to kill. Yeah. Yeah, 10 o'clock. Wear jeans. No, Joshua, I think we're done. Makes Last one. Sin. Makes you sin. Yeah, very good. I love hearing you talk. I love, don't we love the children? Can I just say honestly, I do love the children participating in service. Steals out. You can only steal what doesn't belong to you. Can't you? No, Josh, no more. Sit, boo-boo. Can only steal what doesn't belong to you. All those things, hope, joy, peace, yourself, your good self, champion, they don't belong to the devil. Can't, the devil comes to steal and kill you, destroy everything about your life. See, the problem is, it doesn't belong to him. Belongs to him. Your soul, your life, no more. Your, friendship. your friendships. That's it. You're done. Hit the bleachers. Hit the showers. Take 10. Red card. Get off. As they insane pixels, you are awful. Sit down. No more. No more now, Josh. Now you're being silly, just like your old man. The problem is it doesn't belong to him. Your joy, your peace, your life, your direction. Who said direction and purpose? Someone said that. Great. Belongs to him. And it comes from him. Doesn't belong to the devil. You reminded me, Cheryl, when you spoke. All the things of... People in addiction, Todd, what Todd's going through, his life, he's throwing it away. He's giving it away right now, but it doesn't 
belong to him. That's the problem. The devil is stealing something that doesn't belong to him. He's a deceiver. Says he runs around roaring like a lion. Because he's all smoke and mirrors. He's bluff. He's got nothing. He can't take it from you. You have to give it to him. So often we just give it to him. Our joy, our peace. We let the littlest things just rob our joy, don't we? No car park space coming up to Christmas at a shopping centre. Some, just anything just robs our peace, our joy, illness. I want to tell you tonight, this has gone a completely different direction. I've got a different sermon right here. It's my butt sermon. I'll have to uh, show it to you sometime. No, I'll have to uh, give it some time. There you go. Little joke. Bad joke? It was a bad joke. I'll have to do it sometime. It's a good one. I want us right now to take back what is rightfully ours. I'm actually going to ask the band to come back and play. You're the God of this city. That's a quick one. Probably the quickest sermon I'll ever do. Cuts down my averages considerably. I'm just going to... There is stuff that we've been giving away as a people individuals as a church that doesn't even belong to us we've been letting the devil steal it from us steal our joy steal our direction steal our purpose but the other part of that is says jesus says i have come to give you life and life michael in abundance i think that should be shouted and i've come to give you life Life in abundance. Not just life, not just any old life, life in, abun- in abundance. Thank you. I wonder if there'd be someone here who would share what God has done. I want our testimony to be the sermon tonight. The abundance of God overflowing in my life. I wonder if anyone would like to share. Can I just say briefly, Terry, and I I will, I feel the abundance of life, not meaning to point certain people out, but Catherine preaching on Sunday. Great job. That's abundance. Yeah, yeah, give her a round of applause. That's, That's just, that's not just the abundance of life in your life, but that's the overflow and abundance of God in this life of this church. We're so thankful that you preached. I want to say thank you to Jesse and Patrick who've invested so heavily into the young people's lives and you're the result of that. The result of your parents investing in you, you know? The life of this church. Life. I want us to witness to each other the, the, the testimony of life in abundance through God. Okay, Terry, you're up. Set a high standard. Okay. Yes, I uh, look back sometimes on my life and um, I remember sometimes living in this boarding house. It was the most despicable thing I've ever lived in. Uh, Cockroaches and mice everywhere and uh, 
I think it was 180 or $200 a week for one bedroom, uh, one little room. But I can always remember having my flag and the wine there and going up to Marigville. And I always remember I couldn't get home this night. I had to sleep on a bench and I never, ever, ever thought that I would do that. And the next morning, this... Uh, I won't call him a gentleman, but he wanted me to come home with him. Um, he was a foreign guy, and two and two didn't add up to four. And um, he wanted to give me money, and that made me feel even sicker. Not physically, but mentally, you know, that I'd gone that low, you know. And uh, that was a, a sort of a turning point in my life. Uh, I cried out for help. Uh, Hilton Harmer, major, he uh, came over to the uh, where I was living, and he'd never seen anything like it. Because every night I went to bed there, I was drunk. You know, and I woke up and um, not eating. But uh, those thoughts won't go away. But I have to uh, always remember how the tables turn. And the Lord helped me turn that table, you know, to get well. And uh, as I say, I don't think of it every day, but I was there, you know. And when I was drinking, I thought, you know, I'll never be like that, sleeping on the bench in the main street of Marigold and being, for a better word, propositioned by uh, a dirty old man. But in saying that, the Lord saved my life. Thank you. You know, we called out before what, what the devil steals. How about we call out what God provides? God provides hope. Future. Yeah. Freedom. Redemption. Grace. Correction. Forgiveness. Soul. Love. Hope, joy, peace, forgiveness, yeah, friendship, Can eternal life and a home with him, yeah, 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 help, help. I'm gonna, we're going to play, I'm going to get the team to play, um, you're the God of this city, you're the God of this nation. We are going to just take a moment to claim back what doesn't belong to the devil. In God's name, we are going to claim it back. Whether it's your life or whether you need to stand in the gap like we did before and say, you know what, I'm standing in the gap for someone else. I really believe as well that as Christians, we sometimes stand on a spiritual watchtower looking over our nation. And it's our job to pray into those areas and claim them back for God and say, you know what? Oh, man, you could, you could name anything, couldn't you? Um, dirty old men propositioning little children. Whatever it is, um, drug and alcohol abuse, um, self-esteem issues, 
marriage breakdowns, anything. Like there's so many things you could just claim. Hunger, famine. It's not what God intended. God, you are the God of this city. You're the God of this nation. God, this world and everything in it belongs to you. And we, your people, want to claim back what is rightfully yours. The loss of dreams. The loss of purpose. We're going to just take a moment to claim them back. And God, there are people here who have sold themselves or have allowed themselves and their dreams to be stolen by you, by the devil, sorry, by the devil. And we want to hand our lives back to you. If that's you, I want you to come and pray. And I want someone, a spiritually mature person to come and pray with you. And I want you to give your life back to God. It belongs to him. That is your hope your purpose and your future and we are also going to claim back the issues that are plaguing us as a nation that are plaguing us as a town I don't know if you know this but towns are struggling and it is being robbed by the devil and it doesn't belong to him we're going to sing right now God of this nation and as I as I we do I encourage you to either give yourself back to God find purpose direction but there may be a burning issue on your heart that has been driving you nuts and you are saying God enough is enough it's become this burning desire in you to see the end of it to see the end of depression see the end of cancer to see sickness healed in Jesus' name. Whatever it is, whatever is driving you insane, God is placing that on your heart and you have to claim it back. This is a moment to claim it back. God is the God of our nation. God, as we sing this song, we'd ask that you would move through this church. We hand ourselves back to you. We want to put you first and foremost in our lives. As we sing this song, God, we want to claim back those areas that the devil has stolen because they don't belong to him, they belong to you. And we, your representatives, he want to claim it back for you, for your glory. Let's see. Come out the front and stand if you want to claim something back. If you feel robbed, if you feel like your direction's been robbed, your purpose has been robbed, come back and claim it in Jesus' name. Whatever it is, claim it back. You're the hope. 
hope to the hopeless. You're the peace to the restless. You are. There is no one like our God. There is no one like you, God. a burning desire on your heart for an issue I want you to come out the front and stand here and we are going to pray for you greater things are yet to be done here in this city I want you to come and stand in representation saying no more no more.
thing I just want to share from my sermon. One thing I want to share. Whatever God has placed on your heart, you may not be standing at the front here, but there may be something you're standing in the gap for and saying, God, I want it to stop. No more, God. Enough. Enough. God, I want it to end. And if I can be a part of it, I put myself humbly forward to be a servant of yours to be used. I want you to know something from my sermon that I threw away so readily. That God wants all of you. Not just your strength, but your weaknesses. Because it's kind of funny because pretty much everyone in the Bible who He asks to stand up, be counted, stand in the gap, be one of his mighty men. He never uses them in their strength, in their strengths. He uses them in their weaknesses. Think of Moses. He's called back to Egypt. He's a wanted man. Because he killed someone. He's a fighter. How did he get the Israelites out of Egypt? He didn't fight them out. He probably could have. He didn't. God calls him and says, I want you to go and talk to Pharaoh. He says, I can't. I stutter. I don't speak well. And it's in his weakness when he submits to God that God's glory falls and a nation Two nations. A nation is saved. A nation is saved. Israel is liberated because one man submitted himself to God. Strengths and weaknesses. And said, God, you have all of me. And if it's my weaknesses you want, you've got them. God, you say that you use our weaknesses so that your strength may be shown, so that your glory may be shown, so that no one may boast. God, we have people here who are standing here. We have people here in our church who want answers, God, who want direction and purpose for their life who want hope, who want their dreams restored, that the devil has stolen things from us, God, that don't belong to us and that they belong to you. And God, we ask humbly for them back. We want your strength to claim them back, God. And we stand here humbly as your servants, saying, God, can we remind you there are things that are breaking your heart. And they're breaking ours, God. And we want them to stop. 
And we want to humbly ask that we, you would use us to be a part of the solution. And God, if it takes us being used in our weaknesses, as scary as that is, God, we, we humbly give ourselves to you completely strengths and weaknesses so that your will and your purposes for our lives for our nation for our town will be fulfilled God your word and we are going to claim this right now your word says that what you want for our lives is a life in abundance that is overflowing with grace that is overflowing with love that is overflowing with peace that is overflowing with joy and I'm praying this over you as we speak that is overflowing with hope that is absolutely over and abundantly pouring out of our lives your love for each other, that is overflowing with forgiveness. And God, we know that we can strive and struggle with so many things, but you can just move and in an instant things change. And so, God, we pray right now for your supernatural movement in our lives, in the lives of this church, in the lives of the people that come in contact with us and with this church. We pray for your supernatural intervention in our city, that Townsville wouldn't be the highest unemployment, high levels of dysfunction, that in fact Townsville would be known as a beacon of your hope, a beacon of your justice and peace and grace, the Townsville will be looked upon as shining your glory, not for us, but for your glory, God. That we here in Townsville would be restored in your image. So God, we come right now. We'd ask that your seal would be upon all we hope and dream because we believe those dreams were placed in our hearts from you. They are dreams for a purpose, plan, hope, future. God, give us resilience that little things won't stand in our way, that we will learn to forgive and move on, that we will be resilient as we give ourselves to you and your purposes. God, your word says, whatever is planted in people's lives, you will see through and protect to fruition. God, I pray that over these people right now. Protect what you are sowing in their lives right now. God, we're going to sing this song again in triumph. You are the God of this city. You are the God of this nation. We cry it out to you. There is no one like our God. You have changed our lives and we stand here shouting it as a testament to you and what you do. 
You've healed us. You've made us whole. We claim it. God, there is no one like you. There is no one like our God. We're going to sing this again as a testament. Greater things are yet to come. Greater things. 